On this weekend feedback edition of Perfectly Frank, your thoughts on my assertion, the cable news networks have devolved into blatant propaganda machines having a divisive effect on our country. Trish in Minnesota says, I thoroughly enjoy these commentators. Why would I want to deprive myself of them? I think they're very good at what they do. Trish, I'd say they're too good at what they do, and therein lies the problem. They're so charismatic and well-spoken, they could sell snowballs to the Eskimos, as the old saying goes. Before you know it, you've allowed these personalities to think and speak for you. Oh, I agree with so-and-so, and we get intellectually lazy just picking up whatever they're putting down. There was an excellent movie on this phenomenon way ahead of its time from 1957 called A Face in the Crowd. I highly recommend it. Jerry wrote this, I don't see how these news talk shows are any different from a century ago when neighbors debated the issues of the day over their fence. Why isn't it just a higher-tech version of that? Well, for at least a couple of reasons, Jerry. Back in the day, you and your neighbor mutually set the agenda for discussions. Now the talking heads decide what it will be. And they can run with that ball for hours, if not weeks, on end. Whereas you and your neighbor could be diametrically opposed and have the potential for give and take, I've noticed that it's now exceedingly rare for guests to enter the enemy camp, as it were. Instead, the deck is usually stacked with so-called experts and authorities backing up the point of view of the host. They are essentially preaching to the choir. You almost never hear dissenting voices. And, of course, the biggest difference Backyard debaters did not have a bully pulpit reaching millions. On Friday, I talked about my fondness for the Turner Classic Movies channel and asked who you thought were the greatest male and female movie stars of all time. Vicky begged to differ with me, saying, I think movies today are better than ever, much more realistic, grittier, not as sanitized and whitewashed, especially when it comes to historical pieces. My vote for best movie actor of all time is hands down Robert De Niro. Vicky, I wouldn't disagree with you as movie acting goes, but I submit there's a distinction between movie actor and movie star. To make your case, though, when De Niro starred in two pictures in 1990, Cape Fear and Awakenings, that convinced me there's never been a better actor. He played a vicious, psychopathic predator in the former and a vulnerable, gentle, sweet soul in the latter and was equally convincing as both. Drew wrote, I had never even heard of your top pick, Jennifer Jones, so I sought out a couple of her movies you recommended and wow, what an actress, what a beauty. Too bad she didn't make more pictures. Here are some quick random remarks to close out with. 
most underrated movie star has to be Gary Cooper. The winner for the women in my book is Elizabeth Taylor. Never a better combination of sex appeal and acting ability. I'll watch anything with Robert Mitchum. Loved his voice, too. Hey, movie fans, check out Lana Turner as the femme fatale in The Postman Always Rings Twice, then 20 years later as the broken-hearted mother in Madame X. Now that's longevity and range. The people have spoken with their pocketbooks. Clark Gable was and remains the all-time box office champ. They didn't call him the king of Hollywood for nothing. Thank you all for your participation. I had fun. Hope you did too. Perhaps we'll pick up with this another time. A new slate of topics starts tomorrow. Until then.